everyone welcome to the withering effect episode 116 holy cow that's a lot of episodes today's date is october 10 2021 and i am duds or duds versus known to the rest of your webs i'm jimbo you may know me as jimbo slice 23 i'm out of breath i just carried a <laughs> case of water up the stairs we started the show um <laughs> so let's get into what you've done this week duds i've done a lot and not a lot at the same time, if that makes sense. It's all been my own survival stuff. I've been so hooked on this world lately. I was supposed to jump back to Ripple Effect. Mm-hmm. I was on the server for maybe like five or ten minutes, and I went, ah, the creative juices aren't flowing, and then I jumped back into the my own survival world because that's the only place my thought process was. And I've been building, I built a like full-on like plateau island to house a nether portal. And... It looks so good. <laughs> I'm so happy with how it came out. I was struggling a little bit on designing a nether portal. Mm-hmm. So I started doing some Googling and I kept coming back to this one image by a YouTube creator named Foxel. And so I basically used their design and then just instead of detailing it how they detailed it, took everything from my world that I've been using like stripped oak, planks, leaves wool as flags and then just detailed it how my world so if you look at my build and their build you can see little parts that look the same but the portal itself uh overall looks completely different but they had a great design and i was super happy to throw it out there and their tutorial for it was super easy to follow took like five minutes to build it which was great nice but i'm doing all i'm doing all this because i'm resetting my nether I never reset the nether for this world. Yeah, this is in 115, right? When you last played? <laughs> the last time I played was 115. It's in 117.1 now. Oh, and I had a wandering trader show up. This is like my second or third wandering trader in this world total. Carrying drip leaf. Wow. I got super excited. I ran inside, grabbed my emeralds. It was like the ice cream man was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good reference. Yeah, so I got I got some uh, drip leaf, and then I went to decorate the surrounding area of the portal, and I went, man, moss blocks would be really nice here. How do I get moss blocks again? And then after about 30 minutes of going, I have no clue how to get moss blocks. Like, I'm so hooked on, well, lush caves won't come out until December, and that's where you get moss blocks, and then I went ahead and Googled it. You want me to tell you? And yeah, I forgot it's in shipwrecks. Yeah. I slap myself in the head. It's like, oh, come on, man. And then the best part about this world is it's still relatively new for a lot of the terrain because I didn't do a ton of exploring. Mm -hmm. I would just kind of go to a destination and come back. So all I had to do was throw my elytra on and fly like maybe 300 blocks and find a shipwreck. And there were there were three shipwrecks in this one ocean area. And on the third shipwreck, I found my first moss block. And that's all you need. That's all I needed. You can duplicate that like crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to come up with a moss farm here in the next episode or so. Oh, cool. Just because the bone meal generation that comes from it, mm-hmm. that means that I do have a skeleton grinder, or not a grinder, but a skeleton spawner somewhere on my island. I can't remember where. I've never set up a grinder for it. I probably should have. Yeah, I got to take advantage of that. Yeah, well, I was hoping I had a zombie grinder. For once, I was hoping for, I keep saying grinders, a zombie spawner. 
because I was like, oh, I can easily convert that into a copper farm. And I'm not a big copper builder, but it might be useful to have copper at some point. So I don't need a huge farm. So to yeah. convert a zombie spawner to copper grinder would be really good, but I don't have a zombie grinder near me. That does sound like a fun task. That's something I'd like to do eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, y- you'll get all the zombie drops plus copper, so why not convert it? Yeah. If you don't need a lot, that seems to be the good way to go. If you're needing a ton of it, you're going to need a bigger farm. But yeah, I'm not building copper roofs. I've never liked the look of copper roofs for some reason. I like the look of using copper as a back place detail block or lightning rods. Yeah, I feel like roofs roofs are where people use them the most. Yeah, no. Use warped wood in uh, dark prismarine. That looks way better. Mm-hmm. I agree. But uh, there, there are probably people saying, no, copper's awesome. Leave it alone. I'm not dissing copper. It's just... I don't mind it. I just I really haven't used it. The same. No plans for it, really. Yeah. But other than that, I've been doing live streaming again. I think Friday nights at 730 uh, is going to be my... Uh, my new time people seem to be liking that it's not the greatest time for some people but (laughs) it's nice to come home from work have dinner and then kind of relax in a live stream and grind out stuff we went ancient debris hunting that didn't go well two and a half hours i got 11 ancient debris Mm -hmm. rough hopefully twitch notifies people that you're streaming because i didn't get notified i had no idea yeah and the best part is i made fun of carl's bot earlier because it didn't post uh that i was live streaming in the discord mm-hmm. I mean, carl's bot being stupid and stuff and it turns out it was because twitch's api was busy so that's probably why you didn't get notified either they were too yeah. busy promoting their big streamers to worry about me mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. but that's kind of been it for my week what have you been up to have you been playing minecraft i have oh Not no much <laughs> this <laughs> actually i just started uh Jumping on the editing yesterday, I got a bunch of clips done and replay mod, and uh, I noticed I, I went in my spectator account and did my replay mod stuff. I'm trying to gather things around the base, some clips to start my intro, and uh, the replay mod with my spectator account, it wasn't generating any mobs. Maybe I was too far away. I'm actually, I, I'm sure that's it. I'm just too far away from the things that generate. So had to go in with my player and gather those clips up again. And I got all my clips, got everything ready. I even, uh, I updated my editing software and I went in, I got my music and I put my clips together and everything looked like it was going smooth just the way I wanted it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I noticed that the new editing software that I updated is like a completely different software. It's HitFilm Pro. Yeah. I was using HitFilm 4 Pro. And now it's just hit film pro. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll just update it, you know, put in my name and password and I should be able to get this version. No, you, you got to pay for this new version. Yep. Yeah. It gave me the option to go back to hit film four where I could use it. So I go back to hit film four, get my editing software ready to go. You know, let's just move my editing over to hit film four. Can't do that. It's incompatible with hit film four hit film 4 pro so the new version that i edited everything with i couldn't export it there was like some kind of watermark and some kind of uh noise in the background to where you can't even export 
from HitFilm Pro. So I lost all the editing that I did from last night Ugh. because it would not, I couldn't retrieve it. I couldn't move HitFilm Pro over to HitFilm 4. So it wouldn't even bring up the editing that I did. So it's gone for now, but it wasn't a lot. I only did like a few minutes of the intro. So it shouldn't, shouldn't be too hard to get back. But yeah, another another setback for me. But again, I, I have it all where I want it. I can always open up both programs. I still have both programs to where you know I can put all my settings the way it needs to be in the new or the older version of HitFilm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, besides that, that's about it. You know, I'm trying to work on this episode without any more issues. Editing software can be crazy i use sony platinum as my editing software and i had bought it five or six years ago when it was on sale for like 40 bucks and i've never updated it because (laughs) because of that yeah better not no messing with that worries me yeah it was before i even started editing i was like oh a new version let's update you know why wouldn't i and uh yeah i should have noticed or researched a little bit before I went ahead and edited all the clips that I had and realized I couldn't export it because I you know I'd got my intro ready and I'm like let's see what this looks like so I exported it and had the watermark in the background noise and I was like you got to be kidding me mm-hmm. yeah hopefully I can uh, get around that yeah feel sorry for you because you're having a lot of issues just putting an episode out mm-hmm. yeah I got the you know I got the the will to go back in there and start editing. I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to put these clips together. It took a while just to get the clips. I had, you know, certain spots I had to AFK to get certain views and clips, you know, the sunrise and everything. I needed all that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, wasn't able to put it together yet. I mean, if anything, I hear great things about DaVinci Resolve, and it's free. Yeah, I have heard about that. That might be something if you're wanting to learn a new software all over again. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to stick with the HitFilm 4 Pro for now. Do we want to go ahead and jump into the snapshot? Uh, Yeah, got a new snapshot. Yeah, so we got 21W4A. And there were changes. Both me and Jimbo are disagreeing on the amount of talkable situations in this one. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying there, there's not going to be a ton to talk about. Jimbo thinks we're going to have a good bit to talk about, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, But let's start with there were a ton of biomes removed from the world. Right. And renamed, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So they didn't physically take the biomes out. They just kind of renamed them. Why? I don't know. Uh, It did create a shorter list of biomes. So that could be one reason, I think. I I have another reason, but I'm going to save it for later. Okay. Why I think they took some biomes out and stuff. But yeah, a lot of them seem to be renamed. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, what the Shattered Savannah is now called, like, the Wind-something Savannah? Wind-swept. Wind-swept Savannah. Yeah, it's pretty much Shattered Savannah. So you'll see a good bit of those. Yeah, they didn't list the names. You can go find them. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there, there was a good bit. Mm-hmm. Some of the simple changes were Stone Shore turned to Stony Shore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why that had to be renamed, but sure. Just had to do it. <laughs> Just had to do it, man. Mm-hmm. That Y was getting on me. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't like it. 
Yeah, there were some changes to mob spawning. We knew this was coming, like oxalotls are going to have a different spawning mechanic. They're going to be in their lush caves now. And instead of needing stone and such, it's going to need, uh, was it clay? I love the amount of clay we're going to get in lush caves. Yeah, I really, I really like that. I'm sitting here like, I've been wanting to build with some brick and stuff. Like, my entire storage room floor is brick and granite. And I don't have villager trading set up, which like I do on Ripple. That's how I get all my bricks in Ripple is trading through the villagers. Or we have, we had the data pack for, was it silverfish would drop clay balls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yeah, that's how we were doing it early in the, in the time. Well, I don't have any of that. So I'm having to like go dig in the uh, water and stuff to try to find some clay. So the amount of clay we're going to get in uh, lush caves is going to be nice. Yeah, you should be able to fill up shulker boxes. Like, that's how much clay there is. It looks like there is. Yeah, super excited for that. We got the glow squids are going to get their spawning changed and stuff. And it's not really that much. It's just under Y30. Yep, they just lowered it. They're just going to start spawning. I didn't see anything about light levels having to be super dark anymore. Uh, it's supposed to be zero for the axolotls. Not too sure about the glow squid. I imagine it's the same. Yeah, I'd assume it's the same. Like, that was one of the big spawning mechanics that you'd want. Mm -hmm. But my glow squid farm, remember how I built it in an ocean, so I have the problem with pufferfish constantly spawning in there and killing my axolotls? Yeah. That's getting fixed with this update. This snapshot fixes that. The tropical fish and stuff will only spawn between, like, height... 50 to 64 mm -hmm. so no more puffer fish spawning in my glow squid tank down there i mean some we're resetting the world by the time this comes out anyways but <laughs> yeah you, you might find some tropical fish though popping up in lush caves so hopefully right you don't plan on put putting your glow squid farm in that type of biome but tropical fish won't kill my axolotls because puffer fish are considered different from tropical fish Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll be good there. Zombies are now back in dripstone caves. I kind of liked the fact that zombies couldn't spawn in dripstone caves and that it was only drowned. Me too. That was kind of cool. I mean, it didn't make a ton of sense, but it was kind of a cool quirk, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah, I like the fact that certain mobs spawn in certain biomes, you know. I Right. I like that. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I've always done the, I don't want to have to go somewhere. To make a farm, I'd rather build it near my base and stuff. But then you get stuff like this, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Mob spawning out of the rigum's fun. Digging for crystals is not. <laughs> yeah, I agree there. One change I'm not too happy about is that goats no longer spawn in Stony Peaks. Yeah. I don't get it. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Maybe there are no goats on the real-life region that Stony Peaks is trying to mock. Maybe. Or represent. That'd probably be a better way to say it. Maybe they want them in more like a snowy area instead Maybe. of a stony. I don't know. I feel like, you know, at that elevations, why not? Yeah. I did find goats in my single-player world. That was cool. A screamer? You a screaming goat? Uh, I don't know, because I have friendly creature sounds off. Uh... But I just flew up to him and was like, oh, yay, goat, and then went looking for my moss block again. Mm. Yeah, unless it's like a screaming goat, it's not. they're not all that interesting. Yeah, well, it's just another idea I can have of project building, having goats wander around or something like that. Yeah. Really, they don't have any farming purposes, so they would mainly be a decoration mob. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Let's get into some world gen stuff. And guys, they tweaked the ore generation again. What? <laughs> it's actually a good change. Yeah, it's good change. Again, I'm not sure how great we're going to be able to explain it without visual help. Mm -hmm. But we'll try. More exposed diamonds is kind of the big one for a lot of people. Yeah, that's a good one. Iron ore generates more the higher up in the world you go. I think it's the same with emeralds, right? Yeah, emeralds also. It's kind of like the two that you can farm super easily are is iron and emeralds now. And like, mm -hmm. I still think you need the mountain biomes to get the emeralds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gold generates a lot more in the negative Ys, negative Y48. Hmm, I must have missed that. Get, you get you some more gold, which means it's probably going to be a lot deep slate gold. Yeah. I really like the deep slate ore textures. They are very pretty. Me too. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, it generates so much below Y level zero. Yeah. Yeah, you, we're going to see a lot of that. Mm -hmm. The ones we're playing with now, you know, 117.1, you only get a little bit right down to zero. There's not much of those, but they are cool looking. It's it's kind of hard to, to see the coal generation, though, with the uh, the deep slate. Yeah, if you're, if you're one of those people who just that goes around in the dark, they don't light up where they're mining, yeah. Coal's a bit of a pain. Mm -hmm, because the texture's so dark and, you know, coal's, coal's black. So kind of blends in a little. The, another thing that we were just talking about, uh, spawners, they've increased the amount of spawners in a world, which I think is a great change. I think uh, especially below zero. Especially below zero. Like that. Azuma Void was showing it off in a video, and to me that's a very welcome change. Yes. There are so many better ways to get XP than a spawner grinder. So they have these, within the first week of basically playing on SMP, or even in a, in a world, I think it only took me about a month or two before I got my Enderman XP farm up and running. Mm -hmm. Grinders are there for niche items. Like I built a spider grinder just because I wanted string. I want a zombie grinder just so I can get copper. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for XP in massive amounts or whatever. So the fact that I don't have one near me just means I'm not going to do it. I'm going to make a different farm. But if there was one near me, it's like, hey, yeah, I'll take advantage of having that. Yeah, it's more for the drops. Right. Now, you know, I mean, there's way better XP farms out there than these grinders. So I do have fun hooking up a grinder and decorating it, especially now we got tinted glass. Mm -hmm. Be a lot more fun. That was one of the things I was looking for. I was like, can I find a geode near a grinder so I can be chilling out at a grinder, AFKing it for drops, and also having this geode grow some crystals so I can make tinted glass? Yeah. Did not find any. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. But even though they increased the dungeons, they actually decreased villages. They did. You're not going to find as many villages in the world, and I'm okay with that. Well, I don't think it's necessarily not as many. I think they're just more spread out. Yeah. So you're not going to stumble across three of them in a short walk. Mm-hmm. You generate a flat world, like, you can see them as soon as you generate. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. I mean, once you get two villagers, you have infinite villagers. So mm -hmm. unless you like to loot villages, which, you know, there's really not much there. Beds, tables, mainly what I steal. Bells. There's a couple crops. The hay bales are really good at the beginning of the game. 
hay bales are really good. Yeah, I underestimated those. I noticed I still don't have beetroot in my single player world. Good. <laughs> beetroot is one of my favorite decoration crops. Oh, yeah, for landscaping? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, as a food source, it's, it's crappy. But mm-hmm. as a decoration block, because it's that vibrant red, it looks good. Right. But what I'm considering the biggest change of the snapshot, copper ore now drops two to five pieces of copper instead of two to three. Right. Which is, that's, that's huge. And then when you craft a copper block and put it in the stone cutter and get four cut copper, not one, four. I didn't know that. So I got the feeling we're going to see a lot more cut copper being used as a way to make up for the fact that we're losing out if by using regular copper. Yeah. And the cut copper is using the same texture as, what is it called, the purper stuff, which I thought was a great texture, just the color was not good. <laughs> that purple color, ugh. So seeing it on copper, the non-oxidized copper, to me, is the best looking, and I could use that more than probably anything else. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I, I do like the original copper look than the oxidized. It still wouldn't be like, I'm going to build a full roof out of copper. That's not going to, I'm not going to ever do that. But using mm-hmm. copper on a wall and designing it, yeah, that, that'd be nice. Yeah, I feel like the oxidized copper can go with a lot more mm-hmm. color variations than the regular copper. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think it's a little bit more unique. I think that's kind of it for the news. Maybe Jimbo was right. We did have a good bit to talk about. I think we got a good bit. Yeah. I'm one to admit when I was wrong, and I was wrong. Good job, Jimbo. Well, thank you. Yeah, I was watching the new Snapshot come out, and I'm like, ooh, there's some interesting stuff this time. It's been pretty slow. You know, a lot of Mm -hmm. different generations and stuff. Some things you can't really elaborate on, but yeah, I'm glad they uh, gave us a Snapshot like this. We do have some... uh, big things coming out later this week so oh yeah we'll have a lot more news coming six days away from minecon live yeah i'm excited Mm-hmm. okay but before we move on to anything else we actually switched up listener comments a bit this week normally the listener comments come from our discord this week they're coming from our spotify page yeah carl had mentioned that we were able to ask questions and have you guys answer run polls and stuff so we did that <laughs> or well Carl did that. Let's give credit to Carl here. Yeah. And uh, we decided to bring some questions over from there. Yeah, if you're listening on Spotify, feel free to give us a question through Spotify. You're more than welcome. That being said, some of these names are a bit different. So if I pronounce them wrong, I am sorry. Let us know the correct pronunciation. Pronunciation, that's the word. And we'll, we'll get it fixed. Mm-hmm. But this one's from the Lab Seor. This is one of those I was talking about. The question we asked was, what is your favorite thing about Minecraft dungeons? And they answered, the interesting mobs with cool attacks you can fight. Also, I have a question. If you could create new weapons or armor for dungeons, what kind of weapons would you want? Maybe a red dragon scale armor? I don't, I don't really know. I was thinking about this too, and I haven't got to play with all the weapons and armor yet. So I'm really not sure, like I might say something like a nunchucks. Nunchucks would be cool. <laughs> that, actually, that actually might work out well in dungeons. The, the double-handed mm-hmm. weapons, like the size, are my favorite weapons. Anytime I get a leveled-up Psy, I basically drop whatever primary weapon I'm carrying at the time 
and use those just because I love how quick the double handed weapons are. Yeah. Just running it into an area and just da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, it takes them out pretty quick too. It's just you mm-hmm. have to be close range. It's the only issue. Yeah. But yeah, nunchucks I think would be cool. That's not in there. Like I'm pretty far in the game. I've not come across any nunchucks. And there's so many different versions of it. DLCs to where there could be, you know, down the road. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a bunch of weapons and armor set aside. What about armor? Would there be... I mean, they give us this armor that you've never heard, like wolf armor. The armor in dungeons is so cool. Yeah, it's hard to think of what, what they're thinking of, you know, let alone make a new one. I would like a shield, even though that would take away the double sigh thing. So maybe like the red dragon scale shield, just something that can do a, a good knockback effect. Okay. I don't think there's enough of that in dungeons. You get some good enchantments and good artifacts that can kind of do the same thing. But to be able to pinpoint, I want this mob to get knocked back a good distance so I can attack this other mob, to me would be really cool. Yeah, I didn't, I never really thought about it, but is there a way to block in dungeons? I have not seen it. At least I've never done it. Yeah. And it could just be that I'm really bad at the game because <laughs> that, that's also a thing. Yeah, I don't know all my buttons yet. There could be a block in there. But yeah, shield would be cool. I do like that. Maybe even use it as a weapon too. Mm-hmm. I like that. The next question is from Black Hole Nerd. They state, the amazing environmental design and mobs that supplement it. They also have a question. Do you think another dimension would help the game? If so, what are your ideas? First thing I'm, I can think of is like a deep dark DLC. Yeah. Something like that. I think so. It seems like every DLC, though, is its own new dimension. So as long as they're creating DLC, we're going to get new dimensions. I think you might mean something that's less associated with the vanilla Minecraft game. Okay. I don't really have any ideas. I mean, Sky Islands would be fun. I don't know how that would convert to the game. But at the same time, I'm with Jimbo. Deep Dark. Deep Dark and Dungeons would be cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe have the obstacle of the shulker sensors. Mm Mm-hmm. Skulk sensors. Yeah, I said shulker sensors. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, I know better there's shulkers in the deep dark? When did this happen? Yeah, and they sensor. I don't know. I know better than that. I'll be looking forward to that deep dark. So why not bring it to dungeons? I'm sure we're going to see it at some point. Yeah, yeah. There is a poll here from Spotify. Yeah, go ahead. And- we asked, what do you think Minecraft 19 will be? Pretty big question. And most of the votes were end update, 42% actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, second is combat update and uh, tie for third inventory update and something else that is not on the list. We do have a little bit of votes for the biome update and small update with performance. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I hope it's not an end update. No? No. I wouldn't mind an end update. They... <sighs> Here's my problem with these updates. Everyone gets super excited for the Nether update. And I'll admit, I jumped on the excitement of the Nether update train. I was all for it. Let's hype it up. They did so much cool stuff with the Nether, and it is gorgeous now. Mm-hmm. As someone who just went into his old Nether from 115, searching for the 116 stuff to find some ancient debris before I reset the Nether, the stark difference of the areas is crazy. At the same time, I go into the Nether. I get what I need, and I get the heck out. I don't go exploring in the nether still. 
Yeah, it's actually more dangerous. Right. <laughs> so it's I. That's the way I kind of feel. It's gonna. I'm looking at the cave update. I'm gonna go into caves. I'm gonna get what I need. And I'm gonna get out. And then I think that's what what's gonna happen with the end update. I'm gonna go into the end, get what I need, and get out. Not gonna do a lot of exploring. I think. Why? I think you're gonna go into the caves. You're gonna you're gonna be mesmerized at first, and then you're mm. gonna get lost. <laughs> Just like I did when I played. I got so lost because there it, it's so big and so vast. Like there's biomes everywhere. I the first thing I saw, I made a little place in uh the overworld and I you know, I put my door on there. I was kinda, you know, in the side of a mountain and you know, I, I go to dig into my mind. It's a like same routine I have. I looked out the door. As soon as I built my door, I put it down there and uh I look out my door and there is a lush tree not a lush tree azalea tree i'm like oh my god there's an azalea tree so there was a gigantic lush cave below me and it was so open and so big and it was it was just gorgeous and i had to go down there and i was i was probably down there for like three minecraft days and i was lost but yeah i'm i could see after three four weeks you know maybe a month you're not going to be as interested as the first time you go exploring down there. But uh, it is really cool. And you can easily get lost. Yeah. I don't know. The easy to get lost thing. It, it, torches on the right, man. Oh, there's so much right, though. There's, there's so much right. <laughs> That's when you bring out the scumpus. You place a block down with a torch on top and then a torch on the side facing the direction you need to travel. That, that'd probably be the way to go. Yeah, but it's so big. If you place it on the right, like it's so open. Maybe, maybe the terrain on the right side isn't the way to travel. You know, it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. And then there's just there's waterfalls everywhere, lava falls, and I don't know. It's nuts. I can't wait for you to see it. Once I saw it, and I was like, man, why haven't I played this snapshot yet? This is awesome. Yeah, there were thoughts instead of going back to my single player world about opening a new snapshot and playing there but we know how that turned out (laughs) yeah anyways we're gonna talk more about 119 coming up let's go ahead and move on a bit though okay thank you guys for that those comments from were again from the lab sewer hoping i'm saying that right and black hole nerd those were not taken from our discord carl not updating scripts (laughs) and uh, they were from our spotify page but if you do want to talk to us on our Discord, it's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take YDYT's word for it. Hey everyone, I'm YDYT and I'm a member of the Weathering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with fellow listeners like me and to the people who work on the show. So join today and let's discuss the game we love. There are links in the show notes. Thank you for the Discord ad, YDYT. And each week on the show, we mention our top three members who have been earning XP and leveling up by participating in chat, excluding ourselves and our moderators. And this week, our top three Discord members are third, we have Kit Kitty Cat 2, second, Vipers Tuna, and first, Ski 3012. I feel like Ski 3012 is in there every week. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being so active. Join in with chat on the Discord, and you could be mentioned next week. Speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our Mending Minecraft vote. This week, we ask you to choose between one of three items for us to discuss and improve, 
and your choices were the Spyglass, Item Frame, or Trident. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Trident. Not even close. Yeah, that was an easy one. Trident had 44 votes. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a lot. Uh, Spyglass with 11, and Item Frame with 20. So a few things on the Trident. Trident is a weapon used in both melee and ranged combat and is a rare drop from a drowned that cannot be crafted. Only natural spawn drowned can spawn with a trident and have a chance of dropping one. In Java Edition, a trident held by a drowned has a chance to be enchanted, but the trident's enchantment have no effects for the drowned. A melee attack with a trident deals four and a half hearts of damage, while the ranged attack is only four hearts. Durability is 250, and there are four trident-only enchantments, which is Impaling, Loyalty, Riptide, and Channeling. Now, Impaling does more damage to underwater mobs. There's five different levels to it. Right. Loyalty allows the trident to come back to the players. Once you throw a trident, kind of, you know, whatever it sticks to, it's where it stays. Uh, Riptide allows you inside of water or rain you could shoot through the air it's like another way of travel mm-hmm. it's pretty cool you do like a spinning motion and channeling allows you to strike an enemy or anything with lightning when throwing the trident pretty cool and loyalty and riptide can't be combined they're separate from each other but that's about it for the trident yeah so the thing about the trident is for me it's not a weapon okay it's a tool it, if you want to call it a weapon, it's basically the bane of arthropods enchantment in weapon form. Ooh. It has a very specific niche, and if you're not using for it for that, it's garbage. Okay. It just doesn't do enough damage to warrant it being used for anything other than attacking things in the water. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's exactly what Mojang wants it to be, but no. Oh, and again, the trident doesn't affect drowned like the impaling enchantment right helps you fight water (laughs) mobs but not drown because it's an undead mob so it's not going to work against them so it's a basically a guardian attack tool yeah you're not going to use it for fishing you know anything could right kill fish i think your fist could (laughs) so it's basically a tool to create charge creepers or launch yourself out of the water to use your launcher yeah those are the funnest parts it's the best parts of Elytra, and don't get me wrong, chanting on a trident with loyalty would be, it, it's awesome. Being able to call lightning out of the sky is just great. Yeah. Riptide is super fun to play with for a while. It is. But if I need to attack something, if I have a trident in my hand, no, put it down. I mean, there are people who don't even use swords to fight mobs anymore because the axe is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the big problem with Mojang is that they're very good at balancing an overall game. But when it comes to weapons and tools and stuff, it's very skewed. And that's why I'm hoping we know Jeb's doing a combat update. We haven't heard about it for a long time. I'm hoping it kind of addresses part of this Mm -hmm. in a way to fix the trident. It needs to hit harder, man. Yeah, it needs to hit hard, 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 (laughs) mainly because the second you throw it, even if you have loyalty on it, you got to wait to get it back. And then you got to charge it up to throw it again. Yeah. 
So for it to do such as little damage as it does, and to have such a short amount of, or to have such a long amount of time to fire, <laughs> it's like the crossbow. It's just not worth it. Not worth using at all. And God forbid you throw it in the end and throw it into the void, because then it's gone. <laughs> yep. Not coming back. Not coming back. No. Be waiting forever. Yeah. Yeah, the easiest fix is just make it hit harder. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy about that. If you if you don't want uh, just to do that, maybe make it where there's an enchantment that allows it to hit super hard like an axe, but you're not allowed to throw it. So it's just basically a spear you poke things with. And I'd be okay with that too. But the trident's not a weapon. It's a tool. It's a tool for summoning lightning and flinging yourself around in the water. Yeah. Uh, I also want to throw out there, I kind of want a trident killer, but that's not so much to do with the trident as it is <laughs> to do with other mechanics of the game. So I didn't really bring that in here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see maybe more enchantments, something to maybe... Yeah. Maybe like a featherweight trident to where you could just throw it and it'll come back to you faster. You know, maybe you throw it like it's almost like a bullet, you know? That would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. Loyalty is cool, but because of the amount of time it sometimes takes to come back, mm-hmm. I could probably reload a crossbow before the trident comes back. Yeah, or maybe, what's that enchantment on the crossbow? Piercing? Supercharged? Oh, okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it's quick? Yeah, something like that. Though it is, it is a lot faster to throw a trident than it is like a bow, than to pull back a bow. Or a crossbow. That's uh, what the wiki said. But again, you got to wait for it to return. Well, another thing is there's a lot of waiting with the trident. So you want to summon lightning? You got to wait for a thunderstorm. Yeah. Oh, you want to fling yourself out of the water? Well, you got to get in water first. Mm-hmm. So or wait for rain. Wait for rain, stuff like that. It, it would be cool if you threw a channeling trident at a certain block and you can guarantee, like, you hit a trident into a lightning rod. Even if there was no lightning happening, no thunderstorms, no nothing, it would summon a single bolt of lightning right there. I like that. I knew where you were going with it. Mm-hmm. I- I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds fun. Uh, we-, we do have one comment. Mm-hmm. J-Man said maybe the trident has a bit extra reach on melee attacks, and it does more of a spear attack versus a swinging attack. I do like that. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was mentioning. Maybe you can't throw it. J-Man's idea of the extra reach is a really good one, too. Mm-hmm. It's a long weapon. Right. You should be able to get a little extra reach out of it. Maybe poking a creeper with a trident, make sure it stays just far enough it can't start sizzling. Yeah. Be really nice. Yeah, it would give it a little bit more use for a weapon instead of a tool. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It is used more of a tool. It can even, like, break dripstone or cores fruit, like... Right. I think there's a lot more uses as a tool, like you said. Mm-hmm. Every world, I end up getting a trident. I, I don't remember ever really using the trident. It goes in a chest. I think I have it hanging on an item frame. Like, look how cool it is, because the trident is a very cool-looking thing in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And it just sits there, collecting dust. Mm-hmm. What's funny is uh, one of my first tutorials I've done was a trident farm. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, it did really well. Uh, mechanics changed a little bit, and it kind of broke. But I was going to say, and it broke like a month later, though. Yeah, it worked really well at first. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty popular, but yeah, it ended up breaking. You built the one on uh, Ripple Effect, didn't you? And that one, that one was a beast for a while. Yeah, I had quite a few tridents. There's better ways, though. There are better ways. Should we go ahead and move into the main topic, though? 
Yes. All right. The main topic is final predictions for Minecraft Live, Minecon Live, Minecraft Earth Live, whatever they're calling it this year. One of those. <laughs> One of those. So we have three different kind of predictions. We're going to do the gimme prediction, almost a guaranteed this is what's going to happen. Then we're going to do our what's 119 going to be prediction. And then we're going to do our out of nowhere slash where the heck did that come from predictions. Let's start with the gimme prediction. Jimbo, what's your gimme? What's gonna, what are we guaranteed to see? I feel like we're going to see the full completion of the deep dark. We're going to get everything in there. We're going to see the little looting rooms. Mm -hmm. If this is going to come out this winter, or I guess it would be winter holiday season, we should be able to see all this at the time, at this time. So that's, that's my gimme. Okay. My gimme is we won't see a Minecraft Earth mob for vote, but we will see a Minecraft Dungeons mob vote. I like it. I think uh, the devs really want to put an aggressive attacking mob in there, so I don't think we're going to see Earth mobs. I think we're going to see Dungeons mob. Yeah? Think it'll be hostile? Think it's going to be hostile, even though I actually don't prefer any more hostile mobs in the game right now. Uh, the warden in the deep dark makes sense because it's got a specified area and stuff, and I like that. But just random spawning, spawning mobs like the Chillager, if I got to deal with that up on the mountain all the time, I'm not going to go up on the mountain. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Plus, I like the glow squid. I don't care what people say. The glow squid and the glow squid drops were really good. Yeah. They were really useful. Really like what they did with the drops. Hopefully, it's not just a retextured thing, though. I mean, I know the yeah. glow squid is retextured, but we got different drops out of it. So if they give us a retextured mob, at least give us something useful out of it. Mm -hmm. So my prediction yeah, for 119. 119. What's 119 going to be, Jimbo? I could see us doing a biome update, a big biome update. And that's from the beginning of the show, how they took out a bunch of biomes. Mm -hmm. I think it's for the biome update. You're saying there's precedent there. Yes, I think they're you know connected in some way. We're going to get our mobs from the my or biome votes that we've been doing that we haven't seen yet. I think we're going to get like the new trees, new blocks, and just new all around you know liveliness to the world. I'm really hoping for that. I was going to say end update. It's pretty popular as you could see on our vote from Spotify. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing that, but yeah, I think it, we're leaning more towards a biome update. Okay, okay. I'm going to say no. And there's a lot of biasism, biasness, yeah, mm -hmm. in my vote or my prediction, because I'm going to say it's an inventory slash bug fixes update. And it's not so much it has to be inventory. It can be something else that's not as large as a world generation type update. Maybe it's Jeb's combat update finally getting into the game. We haven't heard about this thing in almost a year. Right. Maybe that finally comes into the game, and you know what? I would be super happy with it. I'd be excited about it. Especially if he touched up on the Trident. <laughs> yeah. The big thing is, with how late 118's finishing up, it's finishing up in December, I think it's going to be too late in the developmental year that Mojang likes to do to put in a bigger update, like a world gen or a biome update, an end update. So to try to keep on pace, I think we're going to get something like 115, the bugs and the bees, 
They'll do some cleaning up in the code, make sure the game is running efficiently again. We see that already with their posting like, hey, how is how's the game running on your computers and stuff like that? Are you having lag issues? Are you having frame spikes and stuff like that? I think that's what we're going to get for 119. I don't necessarily disagree. Right. I think a lot of bug fixes are going to come in 118. I feel like they're going to keep fixing it. You know, we'll see a 118.1 or 118.6. You know, that's how far into it. I could see it going just because when I played the snapshot, I was coming across some lag issues and stuff. And I have a pretty nice beefy PC and I'm still coming across some lag and stuff like that. And I feel like they're going to be fixing a lot of bugs then. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't mind a bug fix update. You know, it depends how bad it gets, I guess. And inventory, yeah, inventory is always something they could work on. And I'm not going to say you're wrong. You could be right. We could have a lot of 118s. The only problem with that is, again, they're going to be pushing 119 development cycle back Mm -hmm. to continue to work on 118, which means they're going to have even less time for 119. Yeah, and they're going to tell us what 119 is, and everyone's going to be excited about it for them just to not give it to us till way later. Right. So that wouldn't be cool. Either way, we're not Mojang, so we don't know what's going to happen at Minecraft. Yes, like we said before, in Mojang, we trust. Yep. We know uh, they got something cool brewing. Now's the fun part. Out of nowhere, left field, where the heck did that come from prediction? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you got Jimbo. We can go really left field here, but I didn't go too crazy. I feel like we're going to see more mobs coming out for 118, especially in the deep dark. Like, maybe at least one more mob they're going to give us. For the deep dark. We have the warden. Mm -hmm. We have the goat. We have the axolotl. Glow squid. You're thinking there's even more. And the glow squid. Yeah. I'm not even saying it could be hostile. You know, it could be a passive mob Mm -hmm. down there deep in the world. Maybe something that, you know, again, can't see, but goes off the vibrations. I I feel like uh, there's so much more room for cave mobs to come into play. It's a big world. I hope it's the key mob from Dungeons. He's adorable. I want him. Yeah. Maybe you'll get. You'll have to find a key mob to get in to explore the deep dark. You can't get in mm-hmm. these certain rooms to navigate. Maybe you'll need something like that. That'd be cool. Uh, don't get my hopes up, Jimbo. Uh, just my, I ran with it. You said key mob. I just ran with it. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of hope, hope we uh, get a little bit more. I, I'm I'm always up for new mobs. Hope that's not too left field. Oh, my left field? I I think it's gonna drive some people crazy. Well let's see. We're getting backpacks in Minecraft. Out with the bundles. No more bundles, all backpacks. I like that change. You heard it here, folks. I think the reason we're not seeing bundles come to the game is I think Mojang understands that bundles are not great. They did not fix any inventory issue. If anything, they made it worse. So, a lot of people are like, well, how did bundles make it worse, duds? Because when you have a full bundle and a full inventory, and now you need to get something out of that bundle, you have to just throw everything on the ground to find what you need out of said bundle. Doesn't make sense. Does not help with the inventory issue. Backpacks would. Yeah, I would take a backpack. Back, back tack. A yeah. backpack over a bundle. Backpack. But, no, being able to 
access an extra side of inventory to bring into your inventory it makes a ton of sense. It's not super OP. The only problem is if you have to put a backpack on instead of an elytra, you now lose your elytra, which is kind of risky. You also don't get a chest plate. So there's that. Mm. I don't know if people would use a backpack if they had to take off their elytra all the time. Because we've grown so accustomed to having that safety net parachute and just jumping off tall buildings. Yeah, I think you're onto something there. You know, have it replace the chest plate, also elytra. Like, like you, you get a nice fix for the inventory, but there's a setback. I like it. Level it out a little. Right. But see, I don't think people would like that. I would immediately go, well, I'm not going to use the backpack because <laughs> I need my elytra. Yeah, unless you're underground. Or you're going to have people constantly switching back and forth, like if you're underground. Mm-hmm. There are places to fly down there. I will tell you that. <laughs> there are. I, I've seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Then again, there's a lot of water. Like you could jump into mm-hmm. water a lot easier, too, to get down. I mean, to get back up. I guess you'd have to go up the water. So, yeah, there's ways around besides Elytra mm-hmm. in the underground. But. I think that's got to be it for the show today. Yeah. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting our show. Our milk level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fragile Rock, Obeep, Stonefigure, and Vipers Tuna. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us, or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you would like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links will be in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo myself, but also our digital producer Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. And the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro is created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. You should probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.